because of the offsite, I actually let an employee go this week. Um, what? Where we? All right, pronouncers. Awesome episode coming up. Um, really quick though, four incredible sponsors along with Print Hustlers Conf. Very excited to be able to see you there. Uh, it's going to be very exciting in Newport Beach, California. So we've got November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Go to printhustlers.com to grab your tickets. And uh, here's a little secret coupon code, INK, I-N-K-20. Use that when you check out. All right, let's jump on in. We've got Super Color. Super Color is the world's best heat transfer. If you haven't tried it, you definitely should because it's made for screen printers by screen printers. And they truly understand the pressures and expectations of running a screen printing business. We've met with them quite a few times and they do an incredible amount of testing and innovation there. Um, not only that though, they're there to help support you. So anything that you need last minute, uh, any issues that arise, I mean, they're just a partner in the game with you guys. Make sure you use Printavo 15 and that gets you 15% off your order. Bruce, uh, on the last episode, I guessed correctly how many followers Multicraft underscore daddy has. Can yeah, you guess today? Why are you going to try it again today? All right, guess, uh, no, guess. go ahead. I have it loaded. Um, 924. <laughs> All right. Now you're actually looking at it. <laughs> I was going to ask you it last time too. I, I, I did it last time off, off the dome. It was awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that was real. Today wasn't. Uh, but if you need ink supplies or a daddy, uh, Multicraft screen printing has been around for a minute. Um, and they're incredible. And yeah, you should follow them. So uh, Dave from Multicraft is giving away one free case of PMI tape every episode. All you have to do is DM him. He'll pick a winner every week um, for first-time customers. And uh, what I'm starting to see is Dave's almost approaching a thousand followers, and I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing him all around the country now. So uh, look him up and uh, mention the Printavo Pod to receive an extra ten percent off your first order. Thanks so much, Dave. We appreciate you. Graphic Source, if you need a solution to improve efficiency and reduce costs in your art department, they are there to help. They offer industry-leading outsourcing options for your shop and are truly a part of their team. They plug and play into your Printavo account, which I've seen some Printavo accounts using it. It's really cool with the notifications going back and forth. But with SEPs, mock-ups, creative art, order management, digitizing, and a bunch more, they can really jump in and be able to help. Now, Steven, you've got three Graphic Source artists. Mm-hmm. Three. Running full time, which is awesome. And uh they've got 30 years in the game. So make sure to hit them up, graphxsource.com for all your art staffing needs. And you gotta mention the Printavo pod because we thank you. <laughs> and that'll also get you a 50% off your first vector set or a digitized order. Thanks, Graphic Source. Um, Bruce, I know you've been heat pressing lately but you shouldn't spend all day cleaning dirty screens. Uh, Easy Way's line of environmentally conscious chemicals will get the job done faster, more efficiently, and will cost you a fraction of the cost per screen. We use 701 and 842 at Campus Inc. Those are our favorite chemicals. And if you value a company to help you with how-tos, best practices, questions, Easy Way is there. Give them a go. They work with over 100 distributors, and they're the easiest way. So thank you, Easy Way. We appreciate you. Thanks for supporting the pod and uh, 
make sure you all support easy way uh before we get in the episode if you're watching this on youtube please like and subscribe because we appreciate that or if you're on spotify or itunes yeah. or anything else please subscribe because this is fun for us and bruce got a new microphone because you know we always need new microphones and so he turned around <laughs> and got me one so we're we're we're, we're up in the game um okay i did not add well it's in our one shared notes but it's not in the main shared side but i, I was writing some things down last night you guys had an incredible offsite. you posted on instagram last week you it looks like from instagram you basically brought in a ton of people we're doing a bunch of different presentations and look like a whole day thing maybe so I wanted to really dive into that because we did one recently too, and maybe interesting to compare notes. I think there's a lot of value there. I don't think we did this soon enough in uh, running the company as well. And so maybe folks can start doing it sooner and then learn from the mistakes that we did or didn't do. So yeah. yeah so uh, let's first start by explaining like what is an offsite? <laughs> Fair. Um, because I actually had a ton of employees ask me, like, why are we here? What are we doing? Um, <laughs> why? Like, we were across the street from our office, but we were in a different location. Um, and so, Bruce, I'm going to share with you the uh, the deck we had for the day. And uh, if anyone wants it, feel free to message me and I can send you a template. Ooh, um, yeah. Paste a link but, and I'll add it. Um, we started off by basically saying like an offsite is a day, uh, that is purpose led. And it's a day where you get completely away from the business with like little to no distractions, um, so that you can acknowledge one another, you can understand one another, you can work on the business. And when you kind of change your setting or environment, there's like a different level of, I don't know, appreciation or engagement or involvement. Um, mm -hmm. And we literally told all of our customers, like, you know, we're not answering emails today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for our offsite. So we had 33 employees there. We did have some of our production team um, to keep the shop running for the day. But we flew in all of our team from across the country and just had like one awesome day together. So... Yeah, that was the premise of it. Um, what, what did you feel like you wanted to get out of it? Like, what, was it, uh, hey, we're planning for 2024 or, or I wanted to just amp up the team or team building or like... Everything, right? So I feel like in a company, a lot of times the employees do not share the same vision of the leadership team or the founder. They might think they do, but sometimes there's a disconnect in understanding. And so because Campus Inc. has a lot of different verticals, right? We're in the Greek space, we're in the NIL space, higher ed. Um, there was this kind of feel or need, and, and I was approached by a couple of employees, like, it'd be really nice if we could get together for a day so we could really understand where you want to take the company and how, you know, how you envision things. And so I think the first thing that was eye-opening is like they wanted it almost more than I did because they're kind of hard to put on, right? So that was like number one, giving employees an opportunity to understand the business and understand your vision. And then number two, like evaluate the past, things that went well, didn't go well, 
um, areas of focus. So we did like SWOT analysis. Um, and then uh, probably like the third one is really goal setting. So we run traction at the top level of our company and we were able to actually run a version of traction and a session during the day. So we what type what, like the what one you year planning or quarterly or the rock stuff. Yeah. So we, our leadership team has a quarterly traction session uh, that we do. And every week we run L10 meetings uh, with six of us. And so we ran one kind of with the group and explained to them what a rock was. And then we actually broke out and let each department um, come up with some rocks for themselves. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that, that was the premise of the day. And I, I, I'll share with you kind of one thing right here. When we as a team were deciding what we wanted to get out of the offsite, we decided to think about the emotions that we wanted our team feeling. So I actually said them at the beginning of the day. It's the seventh slide, Bruce. We wanted the team to feel inspired, motivated to work at Campus Inc., feel energized and refreshed, understand the impact they make and the voice they, they have, understand the vision and future, feel united as an organization, know, their, know our position in the market and the challenges we face, um, leave with our goals in motion, and feel confident in our role. If we accomplished that, we had a successful offsite. And that's how we let that's how we started the day. No, I like it. I'm I'm kind of clicking through these slides because I haven't seen them obviously yet. So who so was every single person invited? Because you mentioned it sounds like everybody except some production, right? So if yeah, someone's it, I, I guess what I'm getting to is if someone's like a 10 person shop, um, could this be like a half day maybe and, and you still get what's accomplished so that not everything shuts down? Yeah, I mean, you could. I would challenge you to try and shut down completely if you can. Um, it was essentially like everyone in our company, like we brought our lead press operators and our floor managers and our production coordinators and our buyers and our schedulers. Anyone mm -hmm. that works behind a computer screen was was essentially there. Um, some of the hourly employees that uh, maybe might be folders or, or you know, uh, are doing things like that, like we ran a micro meeting last Wednesday to do something with them, but um, we decided to uh, not have them at that one. Um, gotcha. And it was in Chicago. So we we're transporting everyone kind of a little tough. Um, so I, I want to be able to bring everyone in the room together, but that would have been a 60 person meeting versus 35, 34. So. All right, real quick. I got to tell you something. This is really interesting, and here's why. We formed a company called Inktavo. You may have heard of it, but it has three different brands right now, Printavo, Inksoft, and Graphics. So we're all sister companies now, a big happy family. What we're able to do is Printavo's managing your shop management and workflow organization. Inksoft can run your website and handle online stores at scale, so running multiple different stores for fundraisers, schools, um, company stores and everything in between. And Graphics Flow is a brand new product to be able to help reduce all the back and forth with art. So it has a huge art library that you can put on your website so customers can see and pluck what they want. Plus, you can also be able to collect different ideas and send them to customers to approve as well. Really, really cool. Plus, in-app editing. It's like Canva, but specifically for shops. All right. Check it out. All those brands are on inktavo.com. That's inktavo.com. All right, thanks. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so we we just had one. So we have a lot more people spread out now. 
um, although kind of mini hubs around Chicago and Phoenix, but to manage costs, um, we're doing uh, one in Chicago, one in Phoenix, and then flying people to the closest one from there. But the big thing was the focus of looking back as to what are the cool things that we've accomplished this year? What are some interesting industry trends or things that are happening? And then I start to look forward as to what's coming up for next year. So uh, any types of plans or changes, um, healthcare benefits, like all these kinds of things that, that in 2024 may be a little bit different. It was interesting, though, to start to look back in at 2023 and actually spend the time to present that. Um, and the reason I say that is, is because you're just so focused week to week that you forget about stuff that happened in January, February, March, April, May, you know, all the way down the line. And then for the team to see everything that everybody accomplished and to call people out to be like, yeah, thank you to Jess who did this. Thank you to Alex who did this. Um, sales team who was able to crush this goal this month, right? That was really cool. Uh, and it, I don't know, I guess we just forget about all of the amazing stuff that has changed and we just never have that retrospective. So Bruce, when you guys ran it and it's, it's interesting, right? Because you have previous Inksoft users, previous Printavo users, or sorry, uh, employees, and you also have new employees that you know, came on board after the merger. How was the room looking in terms of tenure? Like was very, we did this and I'm, I'm curious to hear your perspective. How was it for tenure? Like, what did it look like? What's the makeup? Um, I would say 30% were, have been there for maybe longer than two years. And the rest were a lot of new hires. A lot of people that we, that we bring in, um, that were, we hired remotely as well. So they haven't necessarily met much of the team yet in, in person. And so I was meeting a lot of people. I remember saying to James, I was like, holy cow, like half, half these people, I don't know yet. Um, and it's hard to pick out on zoom cause not everybody has camera on and so on, but that was interesting. And, uh, I think though that they left like obviously super energized and feeling great about it too. But, um, yeah. I I mean, did you have something similar where a lot of the folks, like, did you know most of them? I mean, you had to have known. Uh, yeah, we know. I mean, we know everyone, but not everyone knows everyone. There were, there was actually, it was two employees first day. Oh, that's an incredible way to start. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> um, which was kind of cool, but we started the day off like with some icebreakers and someone on my Instagram like commented like, Oh, the cheesy icebreakers. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. We did. Them. Yeah. They're super cheesy, but incredible way to start. And especially with a team that even you've been working for, you know, just to learn something unique or different that you didn't know about somebody else. Uh, it just yeah. helps kick off the day, right? And and so at Campus Inc., the room of 35, five or six have been there longer than two years. And so like we did a kind of show of hands who's been here, who's been here, who's been here. Some of my employees have been here since they were 18. They started in college uh-huh. and they have the most tenure, but they're some of the youngest people in the company, uh, which is really funny. And so like I have Brock and Haley who started here, their freshman, sophomore year of college who have been working here. Um, but they've basically been on this since I started almost, you know, four or five years after I started. So that was super interesting. The other thing that was really interesting was we blended departments and segments. So we had 
um, people that don't normally talk or work together. Um, and we broke those groups out into like different kind of groups to do some exercises. Um, there was one exercise we did that everyone loved and I'm going to share it. Uh, it was called a lifeline. Bruce, have you ever done this before? No, no. It sounds like a trust fall. Uh, not a trust fall. No trust fall. The <laughs> campus Inc. You had, uh, 10 minutes to write out your life in like on a, on a timeline with all the major inflection points from when you were a kid. Wow. Um, and then ups and downs, ups and downs, like what made you become who you are today kind of thing. Um, and so, you know, for me, I started as like, my dad was an entrepreneur. I was the youngest in my family. Um, you know, I thought I liked engineering. I really liked, you know, creative and sales and marketing and kind of those different points and how they've shaped who I am today. Um, and then, so I shared mine and it, you, you get pretty vulnerable very quickly. And then, um, I let them do theirs. So they spent 10 minutes kind of writing theirs out. And then we broke them up into random groups of four. So people they're not like, they don't know. And then they each had five minutes on a clock to present. And they all had said like, after like, wow, I didn't know this about this person. I didn't know this about this person. I didn't know this about this person. And the whole point of the exercise was if you have a better understanding of your people, you're going to work better together. You're going to be more empathetic. You're not going to judge them. You're going to acknowledge them a little bit more. If you know like who they are, where they are and where they came from. And we just, we learned so much about each other. Um, I wish everyone could get up and share in the room. We just you know didn't have time, but we broke it out. And that, what I've heard so far was like one of the coolest exercises. So there you go. Hustlers, use it. That's incredible. And I've uh, yeah. also read uh, that the more trust you have, the more you can give honest feedback and make better decisions for the company. So instead of like, kind of like, ah, I don't know, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know this person well enough, or um, I don't want to necessarily hurt their feelings or so on. Like with the, someone who's closer, you can obviously tell them like, Hey dude, what, why are you doing this? But uh, maybe a coworker, you don't feel that comfortable, but that's great. Bruce, break it down for us. What are the costs of putting something like this on? How easy is it? Like, how did you guys plan it? Uh, who facilitated the day? Like, walk us through the logistics if, if, if there's a shop that wants to do this. That's a good question. Actually, you would probably know the cost being closer to it. We have someone in HR now that would manage <laughs> something like this. I know the cost, like the rental, for example, $800 for an office. Not that bad, right? For we had maybe 35, 40 people there. Um, then we moved, then we brought in like some donuts and stuff. That's maybe a hundred bucks or so, 200 bucks. Then we had lunch. Um, that one can get a little bit up there. Maybe it's we around 30. I mean, super easy. We used to just do pizza or go to, you know, uh, a restaurant, like a more casual restaurant, maybe $30 a person there. So you're talking, let's say 35 times. 30. Oh, we didn't leave the room. We ordered Chipotle in. Oh, okay. Can't so we, wrong. okay. So that's interesting, right? So we did till noon. So we did, uh, 9am to noon and then we left and then went to this kind of like place where you can, you know, hang out, play games and then eat lunch. Uh, and then were you guys done for the day? Yeah. So we ended at like two or three. So it ended a bit early. 
Gotcha. So it's about $2,000 for, I would say, 35 people, which like if you turn that down, let's say you had a group of 10, um, you're at about a thousand or so, but it depends on that, the space rental, but I do highly, re- it's easy to say, well, we've got space here. Why are we going to rent space? Highly, highly recommend getting away. And I guess that is the word offsite. Something happened. I, I can't quite describe it, but something happens. It keeps your brain fresh. It keeps the team excited when you can go and you can rent some sort of space. Make it interesting too. Like maybe it's someone's backyard. Um, if if you you know want to do a um, be more cost conscious, right? You could get a bunch of chairs and do it in, in someone's yard. Um, somewhere else, not lame like a, a hotel type thing, but interesting. So but- we we used um, uh, basically you can you can rent co working spaces out for a day. Um, now, don't use the one we used because they were awful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, try another one. Yeah. But uh, commercial real estate is readily available. And so these co-working spaces, like WeWork, they're in every town. Um, they will rent out their big room for a day. And they want you to come in there and use the amenities and do all that stuff. So, yeah, I think it was like seven fifty for the day. We did Einstein bagels in the morning, Chipotle for lunch, and then we brought in um, like beer and alcohol for a happy hour from four to five in the room. Um, And then what was cool is like we were kind of done for the day and everyone just kept going out. They all went to dinner together. They all hung out together. They all went out like it was really cool. It just kind of happened naturally. Um, Bruce, did you who spoke at it at yours? We had each of the managers speak. So... Uh, we had our CEO, James, speak first, then I spoke, and then uh, our head of customer success, head of sales, um, and uh, head of marketing all spoke. Gotcha. So it, did you do something similar? Yeah. So one of the parts and some advice that I will give you is don't try to plan the whole thing by yourself. Yeah. Like find a couple of people in the company that can help you. So you can like break up the load and then everyone's responsible for a different exercise or talk. So I had the morning session from nine to 10 and from 11 to 12, someone else was responsible for lunch. Um, You know, uh, Kelsey and Adam ran the afternoon with different breakout groups and stuff. It didn't feel like the company was actually listening to me at all for the whole day. I was actually very observant for the latter half of the day. So did you guys do breakout sessions or anything? No, we didn't. And that, that sounded cool. I, I saw that you guys were building something as well. It looked like marshmallows and sticks. What is that? Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big kid at heart. I love those like fun team building exercises where it's like, here's balloons and this, and you got 15 minutes to build that. So, uh, in the afternoon after lunch to get refocused, we broke up into teams. Everyone got a pack of spaghetti and marshmallows and they had to build the best tower. And everyone got really into it. <laughs> I saw. I was watching the video. I was like, yeah, they're, they're um, fired up. Everyone got really into it. Um, but for us, we even brought in a guest speaker. So we had Ooh. one of our lead investors come in for an hour and talk about working on the ground floor of a startup and what that means. Um, Man, that's smart. Were people yeah. enamored by that? Yeah. They're like, whoa, we didn't understand venture capital. And now we do. That's so cool. They're a real person. <laughs> Damn, what a great idea. Like a local business owner or somebody doing something different or that's cool. 
honestly, I like modeled it off like how Print Hustlers is. <laughs> and then uh, we did what's called like SWOT analysis. Have you ever done a SWOT? Not for the... Or like for the company as a whole? Well, yeah, we, we broke up into segments or departments. Sorry, segments. Um, so sales, marketing, operations. And we did uh, a SWOT analysis. That's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. You've not done this exercise? I mean, I've done it, but not as a group like this. Okay. So this is how we did it. There was a, a facilitator in each group and you had sticky notes. Everyone got three sticky notes for a strength, a weakness, an opportunity, or a threat. They wrote them and then we put them all on the windows. And then we tried to create like clusters and find patterns in our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities for each segment of the company or each department of the company. And then by the end of it, basically we had this window of like clusters of sticky notes and then we put them on chalk paper and now we have them and we can kind of like know what we all agree upon are our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So it's kind of therapeutic for your team. Once you get to the weaknesses, you just let them vent. <laughs> we had a little bit of a, a session with that too. Um, how, how do you say combat I, that? How do you combat employees venting like that in a, in a like group think environment? Well, <laughs> James actually like confronted it even before it kind of started. He's like... I have a lot of, I have eight questions. So he's like, we're going to all start to get to know each other now because we're going to start to have drinks and we're going to go out to this place next door. Here's eight questions you guys can start off with. And it was literally the eight questions that everybody's like, uh, we need this feature yesterday to help customers. Why don't we have it? Why does coding take so long? Uh, why, like all of these things that go, that circulate inward in between different, what, what does marketing even doing? Why can't they bring more leads? Um, you know, what, what did sales tell them? Like, this is success. What did sales even tell them? And now I have to deal with, you know, this expectation. Oracle. Jet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, take these and we're, we'll talk about it over there. So <laughs> I thought he, he approached it a little bit quicker, but, um, we've had that around, uh, salary and expectations, um, and, you know, raises or bonuses or things like that. And that's definitely tricky in a group setting. Unfortunately, I, I think some of those you kind of have to be a little bit political about and just not fully answer, right? It's not like I can have a comp review discussion with you uh, in front of 35 other people. So, you know, it's, it's like, look, we really do appreciate your feedback. And I think a lot of times it's just making sure that they feel heard. And it's like, yeah, definitely let, let's circle back with this later on Slack and we can have a one-on-one or, or, or I can write my response there. Um, and, uh, those are the specific ones that came out for ours. Did you get pinned down? Um, during the weaknesses, that's really where they were venting. It wasn't ever like, a publicly like, it would be really nice if we could do this, this or this, right. Or it could be really nice if we could do, it, it was very much positive, but I'm definitely conscious or a little more alert during those kind of days of seeing like who is visibly distressed, who is visibly stressed, uh, mm -hmm. frustrated, um, because you're trying to kind of, kind of see like, okay, what's, what's like the root cause of this or what's really going on. Um, and so that was really important. Something that we did, I sent you a picture, our CFO, Steve Watson, um, incredible individual, uh, I asked him to explain finance of the company to our team like we were five and he's a CPA. 
And so he put he did this presentation with chalk paper and he basically went through exercises like what are cogs? What is this? What is that? And like let people like understand it so that they know like even if we do a ton in sales, if we're not conscious about this, we can lose a lot of money or we might not make as much. Or if we have better margins, we don't have to sell as hard. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. Did you guys share numbers, finance, things like that? Like mm-hmm. the, the state of we the business? We do that monthly. Yeah. Gotcha. How transparent are you guys with it? <laughs> um, it's We don't go through expenses. We just go through top line. So the things that we're trying to measure through traction, we'll talk about those. Um, we, we don't like maybe it's like four metrics. It's like new sales, retention, um, marketing leads, um, and just like overall like volume uh, of business coming through the platform. So those four or five, but we don't get into uh, like profit or, I mean, they bring up EBITDA, but I don't think anybody, I don't don't think that really correlates with. No, I mean, they don't like understand that. So we, went actually and did like the exercise through expenses. And so Watson went through and said like, what are cost of goods sold? And just made them start listing them out. And what people are like, oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't think of that. And then he also made a board of like, what are hidden costs that we don't think about every day that we spend? Um, And then like things like waste, like waste, redos, refunds, overnight shipping, you know, uh, like just, production waste or or subscriptions that we don't use and he went through and 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 showed the team like that can amount to hundreds and thousands of dollars in in cogs like that gets mm-hmm. added to our expenses or cogs um he also went through the state of the economy and why companies lay people off not wow. as a not as a I'm means to scare, scare anyone but- but just to explain them the reality of business, because I feel like some people are like, oh, like this company makes so much money and everyone's this and that. And he was actually explaining, he's like, when you see your friends getting laid off, it's because the companies didn't do this, this and this and didn't hit these goals, these goals and these goals. And I'm here to ensure that we don't have to do that. So like when I say something, I'm saying it with the intent that my number one priority is to keep this room, this room, you know, that's powerful. Um, yeah, it was it was awesome. It was it was super super cool. Anything you would change? I'm assuming this is an annual thing. Yeah, um, what, what would you do differently? Hmm. I think we would spend more time making our next 90 day plan more concrete. So, like when you get to the end of the day, you're probably a little more exhausted. Yeah. And so we made our goals, but it was like a crammed kind of session. And it would have been nice to perhaps actually lay out and project manage it while you're there. Like, okay, this is due in a week. This is due in three weeks. If we want to hit this goal, this is due in four weeks. Versus leaving here today, uh, someone needs to take this and run with it, right? So that was my conscious. I heard this analogy, Bruce, that said you can go to the dentist twice a year and lose all your teeth if you don't brush every day. I've been using this example like for two weeks. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, like an offsite is like going to the dentist, but like, you know, you should like it. It should be awesome. Some people like the dentist, whatever. I said this and then people are like, we don't like going to the dentist. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I, my message was when you leave here today, we have to keep this going. How are we going to keep this going and ensure that this sticks? 
And so you can have a, an amazing day with all these speakers and do all this cool stuff. But if you don't start taking action on it, the second you leave, all of that energy and power can like fall apart. So it's really important to capitalize on the offsite um, and put things in motion and show your team consistently and frequently the positive impact from that day. And so you would bring it up and say, we brought this up last week and the offsite. I just want to let everyone know we're already rolling this out, right? So your voice is being heard. That would probably be the biggest, more focus kind of kind of thing. Um, but other than that, it was fun. Uh, we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. So, yeah. Um, I like that. Kevin Baumgart kind of helped us with an agenda, which was cool. Um, and I, I spent a lot of time like reading and kind of looking at agendas from other companies and stuff. So if anyone's interested in running one, like hit me up. I'm happy to connect our team. Can we share no. this PowerPoint? Is there no. any stuff you need to? Nope. Uh, you can message me and I'll share it. Okay. <laughs> uh, friend, friends only. I'm glad I friends just of asked the pod. Because I. Uh... Uh, we'll, we'll make a we'll make a template, but you can message us and we'll send it to you. Yeah, I think I think the couple thoughts that were interesting. One, when you get to a place where you could afford to have people like good managers. The magic that happens when they are presenting, when they're firing up the team, when they're calling people out for doing good work, when they're saying the things that we need to improve upon, and it's not you, you know, having to think about everything, uh, that's special. I, I, I think that was like a wow, you know, okay. You you can kind of see a bird's eye view of the company a little bit easier to say, all right, here's what we're doing really well on. And you can see like, okay, maybe here's where we need a little bit of improvement on. And so I just think that's so powerful and makes me realize just how, like how much of a goal it is to, to be able to afford good managers in the different spots to take things off your plate and to literally just let things happen and let that momentum build from there. Um, I think also like to your point, Great to see people vibing and meeting and and getting together. It always reminds me of that team mentality. I was like, it's just like it's a team and we're fighting for the team to win and that's the company to win. And um, that's so hard to do, you know, over so many different Zooms and, and this and that. So that's great. I think it pays a way bigger dividend than almost like a spot bonus or this or that. Like, you know, cash is obviously great, but I think when people are so bought into that mission and think one step ahead of you because they know what you're thinking about, they know what you care about, they know where you want to go, the company's supposed to be in a year, they start to make really good decisions as well. And so re-emphasizing that, I almost think like like you said, take these, some of these core pieces and in each of our now monthly meetings, we mention these core pieces to, to hammer in because they'll forget about it. Like after a couple of days, it'll be gone, we'll move on. But next month, okay, hey, we talked about this. We talked about this. And this is what we're doing to get there. We talked about this. And then next month, the same exact thing again. Big ROI, I think, great. One of the most fulfilling parts was sitting in the back of the room and watching. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, letting, letting I didn't expect that. To, to actually just sit back and watch it. Well, I didn't expect sitting back and watching would be a for very fulfilling thing. Super fulfilling. Um, and it's so cool to see leaders in your company take your baby and... And kind of like, yeah, to do it. Uh, it was so cool to see like Adam and Kelsey and Watson and and like Neil uh, just like 
and the when they spoke it was with wisdom and authority and respect and when you do that it's pretty cool if you don't have that yet bring people and advisors in the room to help um you, you don't necessarily like you don't need to have some crazy org structure to to run something like this you could have you know uh other business owners that you're close with just other other kind of thought leaders will will always help um and i know we're running out of time but uh one thing i'll add is because of the offsite i actually let an employee go this week um, what where we where we learned a little bit about maybe what their perception was and when we gained mutual understanding we realized this wasn't the right fit and so it is an opportunity to align but it's an, also an opportunity for you to really understand does your team get it want it capable of it um and it was very amicable and respectful but it it showed me like where i need to put people in the company and um you know and and it just highlighted a lot so i i don't want to say like that was a negative of it it was actually i think a positive of it is that both the employee and myself we learned that this isn't the right fit right now you know um so you you can learn a lot about your team and i encourage everyone to do it so please please reach out if you've got any questions this is this is fun stuff they were just sleeping through the meetings and you're like well <laughs> uh this is funny we did a confessional room and the videos are coming out every week everyone would go in the room and just talk to a camera <laughs> wow it's like a netflix uh, dating show it's gonna be funny yeah our teams like our marketing team some of them are super talented and funny and so they're like can we do a confessional i was like why not so <laughs> we could do everything once Thanks for listening to the pod. We appreciate you guys. Like, subscribe, do all the things. And uh, we'll see you in the next Pronounces Podcast. Later. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully that was informative. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Don't forget to hit the bell for notifications if you enjoyed this video. If you enjoy all the stuff we're putting out, it's really helpful. We love to just be able to see it. That means that we're doing a good job. To subscribe, hit the bell for notifications, and hit the like button. And... See you in the next episode. Bye.